0: Oh, looks like we have a little soldier man here.
1: This is Travis. Say hello, Travis. Hello, Travis. Travis <laughs> has a gun and a threatening knife there. But if you want your child to depict a male-dominated profession, mm-hmm. be very careful not to choose one that's been co-opted by the gay community, like oh. a fireman, a cop, a cowboy. Good boy. Otherwise, right. they'll just end up looking like a stripper.
0: Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> Listen.
2: Listening to Synchronon. Sick, sick and run. Yes. You listening to the Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm on your host, D. Simon.
3: Hi, I'm Kate Rambeau. Hiya.
2: What's the crack, Kate Rambeau?
3: Uh I've had a lot of dental work done this week.
2: Yeah, you have. What was going on with your teeth?
3: I had—I can't remember what they said. It's a, a like a gum line abrasion. I think is what he was saying, but in British term, they're called windows.
2: Well, I mean, he must have been shocked. Was he horrified when you smiled at the oh, sight no. of British teeth?
3: Oh no, I love my dentist. He's like the sweetest man to ever walk this earth. He was a—he was like, "You have a lovely smile." I He's was like, like, "Thank you."
2: What do you brush with over there? Like just sugar?
3: No, it, <laughs> I did make a Simpsons reference to the big bro- Book, of, Book British of British Smiles, smiles yeah. but he didn't get it. So I don't know if he's ever watched. Well,
2: how old is this guy? I
3: would say maybe he's like my maybe younger than me. He's definitely in his 30s-ish.
2: Huh. I, don't know. I don't know how you wouldn't know the Simpsons, but.
3: Sometimes the Simpsons references pass people by, though, like he could make a Simpsons reference, think everyone will know it and like, my boy is a box and nobody would, would maybe bat an eyelid. But they would know the episode.
2: Well, that's like 90s Simpsons, so that's even more obscure.
3: Yes. But, but I that mean, was the
2: best years. It was the halcyon days of the Simpsons. Definitely. And I do love the the Simpsons uh, Halloween specials.
3: Oh, the classics.
2: I, you know, I haven't watched one in a long time, but... Uh, definitely throughout the 90s we watched it. it was almost like a like a holiday
3: it was that and We'd the have buffy people
2: over the buffy and buffy halloween would hang out.
3: episodes too when you would wait for the buffy halloween ones that was part of my childhood
2: i was never a big buffy fan but i did love the simpsons halloween specials
3: buffy's still awesome
2: um kim rambo halloween weekend is here it is uh what are you what are you wearing for uh, your costume this year
3: well as we all know i still have not Dressed up since I went as the South or the North Tower, depending on how you look at it. I was the tower that still had the plane stuck in it, whereas my former boyfriend slash bandmate was the tower that was already on unf- fire. So I guess I was the South Tower and he's the North Tower. I
2: think we've heard this every third episode, but so <laughs> that, proud of those. That costumes. was so long ago. That was like ten years ago. You um, haven't no, dressed yeah, up since then. Since
3: 2011 was the last time I dressed up. Yeah. Well,
2: you've never dressed up since then. Never been to a fancy dress party. Never did anything. For no. over like 12 years.
3: No, because no boyfriend was either willing. And I just kind of think I have to kind of top that now. But now I am getting out the mindset that I have to top it. Because really, I, do, I can never top that. That's the greatest costume I will ever do. And it's okay for me to rehash costumes. Like I, wanna do, I want us to do JFK and Jackie O
2: uh yeah it's a bit tired i think though. you're a bit too it's a dewy bit
3: tired. Uh, you're a bit too dewy to look like jfk so maybe we could do i'll be yeah, jackie not, o, like, thin and... enough and
2: and well, goyish enough
3: you could do a lee harvey then you're thin. i guess i could you're scrawny
2: but then who's gonna do jfk i'll
3: be like oh look at what, what they've done and i'll just make a you know he's on he's somewhere He's in Parkland Hospital. It's not going to work.
2: It's not going to work. You know what you should do? I'll hire someone to be there. You could easily, easily pull off a sexy Hamas terrorist outfit with like a mannequin for a human shield. Ooh, Like a little baby doll, like a baby mannequin. I would
3: do it backwards where I'm the human shield, the female, and I would construct the Hamas fighter behind me that's got like a gun over my shoulder and is using me as a shield.
2: You could do I can that. I could easily
3: make that. That'd be and fun. And
2: I could wear a Bear Jew outfit with a baseball bat. Nice. That turns into a precision, like, directed energy laser weapon funded by the USA.
3: Was he funded by the USA in Glorious Bustards?
2: No, but this laser weapon given to the Bear Jew. Right, right. Oh, be- I see. It's
3: a... It's a- a refresh keep with the, it yeah i'm Kate i'm, Rambo. I'm rolling <laughs> with follow it. along
2: roll along
3: rolling um
2: do you think though there will be some tasteless like middle east costumes of course there has year. to be Th- and
3: anyone who ever gets offended by a halloween costume i just think needs to grow up
2: Uh, I think a lot of people would be offended if uh, you went as a, like, zombie Palestinian boy crushed under, like, rubble from an Israeli airstrike.
3: But you see, that would be an easy one to do because, again, not to bring up 9-11, but my other 9-11 costume that I did that year was 9-11 office worker that had been killed in the towers. And all I did was, was get, like, I wore a pencil skirt, and um, I actually still have the shirt. So buy vintage, folks, because it really does last. And I roughed them up, and I covered myself in fake blood, and I backcombed all my hair and put loads of talcum powder in it, and then just like, got some credentials printed up. And I looked like I was like a zombie 9-11 worker. It was a really fun costume as well.
2: Have you ever done a Halloween costume that had nothing to do with 9 11
3: yeah, I just said JFK and Jackie fucking up.
2: Well, you've done that one before? I,
3: I, did, ja- never- I did JFK and Jackie O the year before in 2010. With oh, the same okay. Boyfriend. All right. And but that, that was an awesome costume, too. But
2: make. it wasn't Jackie O and JFK caught in the, one of the Twin Towers.
3: No, but that would be a spin on air. <laughs> oh my God. I could even do a modern version where it's JFK and Jackie O caught in Gaza.
2: How many people do you think will go as a beheaded kibbutz baby? Or an undead EDM (gasps) festival fan with like blood glow sticks.
3: You could go as a zombie person with the dead kibbutz baby and it's got like a bite taken out of its head.
2: That might work. Feeling very
3: creative today. I'm giving out all these ideas for free.
2: I think I'm going to go as a white male Instagram comment troll who's an expert on the geopolitics of the Middle East.
3: Are you going to call me a Zionist and then block me?
2: Immediately. I'll do it immediately and then I'll give you a thumbs down.
3: Will you have a Shea Guevara t-shirt on maybe and maybe a copy of the Communist Manifesto under your arm and tell people to go read it?
2: I'll probably just wear like, learn about the history of the region in my free Palestine
3: shirt.
2: (laughs) You know what you should do? You should go as an impassioned Harvard female college student wearing an Apple Watch built in a Chinese sweatshop furiously tearing down posters of, like, missing Israeli children. So just bring the posters and just rip them to shreds.
3: Yes, and then I'll just shout some very anti-Semitic slogans, but then just be like, no, it's fine. Just give the lands back. Give the land back. It's going to be Lol. very,
2: very popular.
3: Oh, fantastic. K. Nothing Rambo, sacred.
2: K. Rambo, these costume ideas are terrible. Let's get serious here. This is too soon. It's too soon. It's it's never... still, the war is still going on. See,
3: it is too soon because I waited 10 years to do my 9-11 costume. So, I mean, maybe in 10 years time, we can be doing dead Gazan babies. Gazan?
2: You know, I'm surprised, though, that you're not already bored of the conflict. It's already I lasted longer than a week.
3: I am bored of it now.
2: Like your millennial attention span is what, three days?
3: You know, what's funny is like today I was I listened to maybe two hours worth of a Jonestown thing. It's like Jonestown will ever leave me but I'm bored of this. Just nu- I want Putin to just nuke it all. Because like, what do we need the Middle East for? What does it do for us? Does nothing. Just nuke it.
2: I think there's a lot of value in uh, the Middle East, but I doubt Putin would do that. But even if Putin did do that, and there was like fallout across the region, you'd still be bored of that in about four days.
3: I have a little bit more time for Putin. <laughs> I think Putin's very cheeky.
2: You were done with the Ukrainian war, I'd say, by the Saturday after the invasion. A week.
3: I gave that a week, and I've given this a week now, and now I'm just bored of it. And I'm just bored of all the, all the lots of, like, it's mainly been straight white males who have just been very, like, pro-Palestine. On my, on my <laughs> Hardly. In my circle, it has been.
2: Okay, maybe in and your like, circle. I but just, if you look online, I think there's a lot of people that are infuriated about this conflict, male and female, and even queer.
3: Oh, yeah, the quiz. Actually, that's my, right, that's going to be my uh, Halloween costume. And I want to say thanks to Waski who brought this to my attention because I never even knew this existed. But have you heard of Queers for Palestine?
2: Yeah, it's rather um, uh, hypocritical if you think <laughs> well, about it. It's an oxymoron. But yes.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to go as a Queers for Palestine member who accidentally got lost in Palestine and then was murdered for being queer.
2: Like chucked off a rooftop?
3: Chucked off a rooftop and then dragged throughout the streets and paraded because that's what they do.
2: Everyone will recognize that costume. Everyone It'll will. You'll be the belle of maybe, the ball.
3: Maybe that's worse than a dead kibbutz baby.
2: Well, beheaded one. Anyway, moving on, Kay Rambo. This is like tasteless. Nothing is, is tasteless. Sacred.
3: Nothing is sacred.
2: Um, have you ever attended a seance?
3: I actually haven't, and I've always wanted to. A
2: real, seance. I've
3: always wanted to attend a real séance where, like, we'll hold hands with strangers, and it'll just be candles, and we'll, you know, maybe there'll be some incense burning.
2: You've I've never always done that, you know? I almost went to the Houdini séance at the Magic Castle a few years ago, oh, but I
3: like, that's up there. But at the same time, I kind of think that's a bit like gay in a bad way.
2: Well, I think it's changed a bit recently, but uh, we ended up not being able to get in. I think someone. Couldn't get someone us in, or, or no, or they took someone cooler. But uh, you know, thankfully though, it's like two hundred fifty bucks a ticket oh, right, for something no. insane like that.
3: Nah, I'm only gonna go to a seance when it's kind of either free or vaguely free. If someone's like, you just have to bring a bottle of wine.
2: Well, it's a whole thing. Like they, uh, you have a party of like twelve people. Then you get a four course gourmet meal. Okay, there's well, bottomless red wine. Okay,
3: now it's different. Bottomless yeah. red wine. I'm and there's there. a,
2: your own private chef, and you're served by your own private butler. Then, once you've eaten, the medium will join you, and then they'll open up the veil between this world and the next.
3: I would be the token Brit there, where I'm like, just leave the wine on the table. Leave it on the table.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to get drunk during the sands, but you should. Now, imagine, imagine you'll believe it more. Um, but after the seance, then uh, you know, assuming your party's still in their current physical manifestation, Do you know um, a... I've got you'll, f- you'll be allowed to go check out the uh, the rest of the uh, the magic shows at the uh, the castle.
3: I have a fun fact about Houdini. You want to know it? what? He had a fucking huge cock. Did he? Oh hi. No it's wonder,
2: like, no wonder his wife kept trying to contact him from beyond back. the grave. <laughs> come she back, Harry.
3: It. I've never had it better.
2: Well, you know, he was a skeptic. He was like a major skeptic. In a lot of his uh, performances, he would debunk seances and the techniques of a lot of mediums. But I think he did want to believe. I mean, he tried. And he, he participated in numerous seances.
3: I like to think I'm a kind of mesh of Mulder and Scully in that I don't believe. But I like to... Want to believe...
2: I like to entertain it.
3: Yeah, I think it's fun and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think it's fun.
2: I'm very skeptical of ghosts in general. And uh but I do think it's fun. I think participating in the ritual is fun. Yeah. And I do I would I would love for something to happen to make me a believer.
3: Yeah, me too. I would too. And could bottomless be great. red wine. I am ne- I'm always a fan of that. I would never say never to bottomless red wine.
2: I do know the Magic Castle holds a seance every year, every Halloween, I think, in the uh the Houdini room um i'd rather attend david omen sands that he does uh over by Anciello drive
3: yeah um we sh- uh, he also does one on the night of the Tate murders but we should get david on the show sometime to talk um we could even go like i know he lets people go about his house so we could maybe try and get uh, go to his house and interview him
2: yeah it would be kind of cool he's a good guy i wonder if he does he still do it every year oh yeah You have to be, like, really cool to get invited to that, I bet.
3: Well, he invited me, so you don't have to be that cool.
2: (laughs) Well, you're very cool.
3: Not really. Are, are you
2: going to wear your 9 11 costume for the seance? Or?
3: I must say this about the 9 11 costume because it was essentially a robot costume, as in it was just a box that had like, you know, tinfoil on it. It was so much fun to dance in, and people were putting their pints on me because, you know, I'm a sturdy thing. And when I had to go to the bathroom, I had to like take it off like a robot costume.
2: Why don't you just put a bedpan in it?
3: It was, it was one of the funnest costumes, and funnest is a word, I've ever, ever done. Thank you.
2: Well, speaking of seances, on this special Sick and Wrong Halloween show, we're not only going to annoy the living, but we're also going to annoy the dead. Finally. By holding a seance led by famous medium Patty Negri to contact Harrison, our beloved former co-host from beyond the grave.
3: It's about time.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he's dying to speak to us.
3: Oh, I see your joke. I love Patty, by the way.
2: Yeah, Patty is amazing. Patty is also known as the Good Witch of Hollywood. She's a psychic medium who's uh, known for her recurring role on uh, Ghost Adventures with uh, Zach Bagans. Uh, She's even made contact with spirits at the Hotel Cecil.
3: Oh, I should have told her the story about when Zach tried to murder me. But maybe the next time I meet Patty, I can tell her about Zach trying to kill me.
2: I don't know how impressed she'd be with that. You should keep your... She already kind of likes you. You don't want to tarnish your reputation.
3: I think she would understand how Zach tried to kill me.
2: Um, I wonder if she would go to uh, his haunted museum because you could probably feel all it, of the haunted objects.
3: She'd be awesome to go there with. That's the next time. We third time's a charm,
2: yeah. No, I'm done. Feel safe going I am there. never going to that place with you ever.
3: I would actually feel safe going there. I would
2: her. never go into that place. Do you with know why you? I would
3: feel safe going there because we wouldn't have to stand outside in 40 degree heat, which is like what 90 degree Fahrenheit in disco pants for nearly an hour?
2: You might have to, though. Not I with mean, Patty. I won't. Oh, I don't know. Patty,
3: don't wait.
2: Um, Patty has been practicing natural magic her entire life, and she's conducted seances on radio, film, TV. And in living rooms and boardrooms across America, she's a master seance conductor. So I really hope she can contact Harrison because we have a lot of unanswered questions and issues that I hope can be resolved tonight. Uh, Before we get into all that, though, let's chat about something that would most certainly ease a restless spirit with the power of laughter. (laughs) The sick and wrong patron.
3: Your is into the (laughs) patron and is butt.
2: Oh, they're so terrible. They are. (laughs) so terrible. Uh, If you listen to this show every week and you have an unhealthy appreciation of our unsavory sense of humor, uh, then all we ask is for you to sign up for the patron. Just $5 a month. That's it. And you get to support the show and you feel good about yourself all year. Um, for only a few bucks a month, that's it. You get access to the Sick and Wrong Second Show. And this week on Second Show, we have a another Halloween special. Yeah. We chat with uh, guest John Steele about his costume that he's worn. Uh, I think it was the most recent costume he's worn.
3: Member Man.
2: Member Man. And you can use your imagination to think what that is. <laughs> but he plans to wear this to the, the fancy dress party that he's going to this weekend. Find out what happens when Member Man gets overly stimulated and gets kicked out of local Bay City costume contest. You can just, you just think of the reasons why.
3: And also, hear Steele talk about how he drank you and Wackily under the table at the podcast convention.
2: Yeah, that's debatable. No, it's tr- debatable.
3: Steele and Martin drank you both under the table. There are a you, lot, ca- you two can't drink beer.
2: A lot of facts were obfuscated during that narrative. And uh, if Wackily was there, we would have proven him wrong. Might bring that up again on the holiday show. But one thing he did open up about for the first time on Sick and Wrong was his childhood. He was telling anecdotes about working at, at his father's funeral home.
3: And if he diddled the bodies or not.
2: Well, you to have to listen to the second show to find out. Uh, that's only $5 a month. You get access to the second show on Patreon, or you can subscribe to the second show on Apple Podcasts. Um, and you get access to the official Sig and Wrong Discord. A lot of uh, lovable ghouls. Goblins and ghouls.
3: Goblins and ghouls.
2: On, uh, on the Discord. Um, also, for a few dollars more, you get access to Sick and Wrong Overkill, as well as uh, a special mini show, Serial Killers Star Signs. And okay, Kate just did a special on Libras, um, as well as the uh, Sick and Wrong Archives. You've got the first 10 years on SoundCloud playlists available on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Let me play this quick promo, and then let's contact Harrison on the other side.
0: Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Hey Patty.
2: Uh, thanks for being on the show. And, uh, Happy birthday.
1: Thank you so much. My favorite day of the year. And I'm honored to be here with you guys. Thanks.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and I know tonight you said you're going to the uh, the vampire ball. So I guess so you look fabulous. Yeah.
3: I've always wanted to go Thank to you. that vampire ball. We've not made it there yet.
1: Tonight's not the big ball. Like in two weeks, Halloween, that's the 1,200 people in New Orleans. This is a small, a couple hundred people in LA. It's We call it a salon. Oh, um, nice. Um,
2: is it but downtown? But it's
1: beautiful. I mean, it, uh, no, Hollywood, it's a place called Porvu. Um, oh,
2: yeah, I know that bar. It's on
1: Melrose. On the outside, it looks like a mechanic shop or something. Inside, it's beautiful. Those typical L.A. clubs, like, what? Yeah, you
2: yeah. wouldn't even, it's very nondescript. <laughs> but I remember they used to have, like, burlesque dancers come out of the ceiling at Porvu. So, really cool spot. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think they have that roundly thing. And yeah. yeah, it's a, like, gazebo indoor-looking thing. Yeah, that's yeah, the place. super
2: cool. Well, um, so, Patty, uh, how long have you been a professional psychic medium?
1: Um, Professional psychic medium, I guess that would be after 2008. I've been talking to spirits since I could talk. When I was like a toddler, I knew the imaginary friends little kids have weren't imaginary at all. They were real spirits we could talk to i literally did my first seance when i was seven or eight years old in my little suburban los angeles backyard but i kept it at home i kept it really private because i lived worked in i had a production company i'm like these people can't know that number one i talk to dead people and number two i dance around bonfires in a cloak it's like i'll just keep that private (laughs) but in 2008 the big corporate crash i had a very corporate production company it just kind of crashed and burned when because people were misusing it. Yeah. And at the same time, reality television was going up. And I remember right. the first time somebody said, Patty, we need your ability with a seance to do a seance on this reality show. No, I'm sorry. That's my private life. I can't, I won't. No, thank you. No, please, please, please. No, no, no. Please, 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 please. no, no, no. And I'm looking at my empty calendar going, Well, what's the name of the show? And literally <laughs> they go, It's called Mobile Home Disaster. And it's come on country music television
2: wow i'm like <laughs> who were they contacting That's one i've not
3: seen i kind of want to see that
1: uh, one. and again this was a long time ago and i'm like okay i'll do it and it turned out to be like oh my god this is the most fulfilling thing i got to be the real me i got to help a human little girl who everybody thought was crazy because she was drawing portals on the ceiling it's like no there's portals on the ceiling i got to help a spirit i got to open the minds of this very southern bible belt cast and crew and i'm like this is the funnest thing i've ever done but i'm never going to do it again because that's my private life and nobody will watch it um two months or whatever it aired and my first call was from my biggest national corporate client hi hi hi. i saw you on tv last night i'm like oh hello (laughs) yeah we didn't know you were into the paranormal I'm like "Mm." and she's like i the paranormal and proceeding to tell me her first ghost story. I'm like, I'm out of the closet. I'm out of the broom closet. I'm out of the psychic medium closet. What am I doing? And I have to look back.
2: A new career path. I think that's great. So you, but but you also practice magic. And I know on your site, it says you're the good witch of Hollywood. So Mm -hmm. have you been a witch as long as you've been like a psychic?
1: the, The same little kind of kid that was, you know, talking to dead people in my bedroom with my Barbie dolls. Um, would be in my backyard picking rosemary and mint and stuffing it in my mom's wallet, knowing it would bring her more money. She didn't quite get that. Like, what are you doing? Dirt in my No, this is money. No, it's not money. It's dirt. No, this is, And then, you know, years later, I studied, it's like, that is right. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just in us or in me. And I think it's, in all of us, to an extent, we just got taught out of it in our modern Western, non-mystical, non-magical society, where everything became left-brain logic.
2: Oh, so is it genetic? Like yeah, do, do, more do, witches yeah, in your like family? Like, is your mom or your aunt a witch?
1: I no, they are not witches, but I do think there was magical on both sides of my family. My mom came from the english irish all that oh we probably got that celtic thing and my dad's side of the family was sephardic middle eastern from out of turkey and italy and all that and i think i got both sides crashed together huh. in the raised suburban california family
2: do you remember that witch store that used to be on Cuega?
1: pan pie yeah what
2: happened to it i was wondering about that well
1: actually it kind of exists it's called pans apothecary vicky took it over um and it's a little bit east, kind of over by the college. I think it's on oh. Fountain. It, okay. That All right. one, I mean it went through many. It was for it was the oldest store. And then the guy, one of my main teachers, George Derby, who actually married my husband and I 20 years ago in a hand fasting ceremony in my backyard. He had it. Um, and then Feruza Balk had Firuza it for a while. Owned and Vicki yep. and, and Jimmy, but it closed on the Kuenga location, probably got too high rent. And she's got a little place just a little east.
2: I have All to right. I'll have to take you there. It's a, yeah. it's a great store. Really cool. Yeah. Um what motivates a person to seek out your services?
1: Well, a lot of times it's just uh, they feel unfinished about something or they want to talk to somebody and spirits can so often it's like they feel guilty I wasn't there or what's going on and spirits they're this. They're the same person they ever were. They're not suddenly enlightened, same <laughs> right. personality, but they do get a higher perspective of things. Mm. Literally, maybe it's because they're heavens looking down. So it's like, I don't care that you did that phone call. I don't care that you weren't at the funeral. I have your other whole life that I look at. They get a higher perspective. So a lot of people get solace, but sometimes it's really practical. Like where'd you hide the will? And what? who'd you really want to have that? Oh. Whatever. Uh, I mean even the most practical thing i got this young guy passed away whatever disease leaving a young wife and a young kid and there they sat with his own and didn't have the iphone code and and there's a thousand picture or whatever that everybody's phone has and they didn't have the iphone so the, the ghost gave me the iphone code so they can get the thousand pictures off oh wow oh, wow practical. yeah i
2: imagine probably a lot of people could use your service to get like a facebook password you know someone who's <laughs>
1: Well, that's kind of the same thing, same kind that of it deal. Was but yeah, and I, it was so funny when that happened. It was about the same time when national news made, like the FBI was trying to get Apple to give a uh, iPhone code for some criminal case or something. And Apple's like, nope, nope, won't give it to you. It's private, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I should have just talked to a medium and used a Ouija book.
2: <laughs> just yeah. ask a spirit. <laughs> um, so are you able to control communication with the spirits? Like, are you able to act, like yeah get them to tell you what you want just by asking them? Is that how it works?
1: Well, I ask them. I don't command or demand anything because okay. that's when you get into trouble. That's when people burst into flames. That's when I get my ribs broken. But I will gladly ask, and then they get to decide or not. Yeah.
2: And do you see I, them? I do. Hmm? Like, are they visual? Like, do you actually see them, or do you feel their presence?
1: I've been doing it so long. I actually teach this stuff in my school, the audience, clairvoyance. Sometimes you see with your outside your eyes. Sometimes you see with your inside eyes. Sometimes you just know that they're there. Sometimes you feel that they're there. So, so I kind of squish it all together because I'm doing it. But I do teach people to delineate the difference so you know what your strong ones are and your your less strong ones to work on.
2: So um, are you able to contact like the see celebrities like yeah, Rodney like Dangerfield Elvis. or Elvis?
1: Elvis, <laughs> Elvis, yes, twice. Um, Elvis, amazing. The first time I did, he wouldn't have, he would not. We were doing, I think it was cause like it was a reality show, and he's like, I, no. <laughs> um, but a, a, a friend of mine, she's like the most famous woman report crime reporter, Linda Deutsch. Uh, yeah, she got famous on Charles Manson and Michael Jackson and all those famous things. Um, she was the also the head of the Elvis fan club from the time she was twelve. 12- years old oh, wow.
2: and he came
1: for her twice he knew exactly who she was he it was it caused all sorts of crazy fun things to happen wow it's uncanny if, it, it's all about respect so having said that though if you
3: can talk to like can you have you ever tried to like contact somebody who was kind of evil
1: like charles manson I have, had, um, yeah, have not done Charles Manson, but in my work like on ghost adventures and stuff, yeah, they don't want to talk to the nice ghost. You have to go to the serial killer. You have to go to the insane asylum or the mass murderer. So um, the darkest place I've ever been is definitely the Cecil Hotel because yeah. Yeah. that affects living people. It makes you want to kill yourself and it is affecting dead people. It's got them stuck there. But that's really dark. The darkest spirit I've ever really allowed into me is the Black Dahlia killer, the Dr. George Hodel. And ugh, it's like having a cancer take over your body. He, um, Once I dropped the ball, I didn't get my stuff set up correctly. Um, again, that Linda Deutsch was coming over because we were doing kind of a crime seance thing. And my then producer, then producer, because she quit the next day, um, we forgot to set things up. She wanted to work the Ouija board and what she thought was her friend. I'm like, oh, wait, that's not your friend. He pushed me so far into the back of my chair. I have these antique dining room chairs. I heard this crack, crack, crack. And I'm sliding down. I thought he'd broke all my ribs. There was no human standing behind me, a living. And she's like, are you all right? I'm like, no, I'm really not. And I always say I'm okay. Really, I could have like my arm cut off. It's like it's a flesh phone. But <laughs> um, I had to go to urgent care and it hit me so hard, it ripped all the cartilage off my floating ribs and off my ribs. It was a month of pain. Oh my wow. God. He was doing He's a doctor. Yes. Oh
2: man. When you went to the Hotel Cecil, though, did you like, did you see Richard Ramirez or, or any other malevolent spirits? I've been
1: there probably more times than anybody because I did a, a two-hour special with Ghost Adventures. Um, My first time, this is how I, I didn't know where I was going. I never know where I'm going. Zach says, can you get here in two hours? I'm like, ah, okay, did I wash my hair? Ah, so I'm walking up Skid Row. He didn't tell me I was going to the Seesaw. So first it's like a rat, and it's skid row. It's like a rat didn't let me in, but usually they scurry away, but this scurried with me. I'd go right in the rat go right, go left. I'm like, I got to get in. And all of a sudden this depression was overtaking me. This hopelessness was overtaking me every step I take. By the time I got to the interns of the Cecil, I just, I just want to die and kill myself. And then there's the guys, they have their cameras strapped on they're going, okay, Patty, there's 700 rooms, 14 floors. They're all open. They're all in luck. And you tell us where to go. I'm like, I just want to kill myself. So I go, okay. So walk up to the elevator and I'm like, oh my God, this is that Alyssa Lamb elevator. You know, yeah. that is yeah. it. the crate? I'm like, and I pushed a button. I don't know where I let him right up to a room and I'm just so depressed. I'm like, I got to get out of here. And I'm walking up to a window and I'm opening. It's an old fashioned window. And Zach Bagans, he's yelling at me. So Patty, what are you doing? Sit down. Why are you opening the window? Sit down. And the this is like dream state, the way I trance. And I'm like, why is he? yelling at me. Zach never yells at me. That's so weird. He's like, sit down. So I sat down and there we had a little SLS guy dancing on my head I, out of the 700 rooms. I led them to a room. Somebody jumped out that exact window. And here I am going, I got to get out of here, opening up the window with no cool. screen on it. So you oh, wow. were channeling and,
2: that spirit. Wow.
1: Yeah. Channeling that spirit. And then I led them to a room where I was being like raped and murdered. I'm holding myself and out of my second room it was a room this woman had been raped and murdered who lived there fed the birds and he's like Where are you being attacked and the part of me still patty going how do you say that body part on tv and i'm like lady parts or i don't know what i said yeah but that place i was with my youtubers i work with um elton caste and Corey of the the overnight channel tfi overnight i was i thought i was channeling in the hall and i was rocking i do rock i rock back and forth but so violently, I thought I was chatting, 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 chatting. All they heard was gibberish. But I've been working with Corey. He goes, "We should play that backwards." They played it backwards, and I was speaking English backwards.
2: Wow! Whoa! Yeah, it must sound like you're speaking. I can't even do something.
1: my alphabet backwards i can't like if i got pulled over for drunk driving which wasn't drunk driving but don't ask me to do the alphabet just take me in because i can't i'm so anti-dyslexic like to even spell my last name It's but wow. it was weird so, i do believe experience. the other side is first image so that's why you do dumb suppers backwards start with dessert yeah
2: yeah <laughs> so what would you say in your opinion is the most haunted spot in los angeles the cecil do you think the cecil is oh okay
1: it's been- much, it's got a, almost 100 years of depression, hopelessness, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, everything that really does bring in the dark stuff. Richard Ramirez, the others,
2: like generations of just evil in that place,
1: generations, so, generations of hopeless people. Yeah, when you go
3: to a cemetery, is it really fun though? Like, like if you go to like Forest Lawn, I love cemetery, yeah, is
4: it? Yes, I yeah, I
1: will. it's fun because i mean it's not like people are hanging out there but they're like i love hollywood forever that's fun because they've brought it to life you know they have movies and they have concerts and the masonic temple and um i'm buried there of my earlier last incarnation and and i've whenever i've gone there i'm like don't tell me where the map is you guys have to leave me here and it's really fun you make a whole game out of it
3: yeah i would love to go and meet some of the the celebrities there like if i met dd that would be amazing.
2: Yeah. T D remote. Yeah. yeah. I love his t- I love his uh gravestone. It's all, always all the covered kisses. With kisses. Well, you've
3: got to kiss them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to.
2: So have you ever done a seance at the Cecil?
1: No. But um. oh yes, I did. I forgot. Well, kind of. We were on the roof where the water tower was. I was yeah. with my TFIL because there's less rules on YouTube. You don't have the network rules. So we were up there, um, and we did kind of a seance. And then we opened a Dybbuk box from the Conjuring. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah. That's the one that he has crazy. in his
2: museum. The, the museum in yeah, Vegas. It wasn't Zach's Vegas. Conjuring. Oh. There's a
1: few different Dybbuk boxes. A dibic box just means it's a Jewish box that holds dark the entities. Demon. You know, the demon. It wasn't Zach's dibic box. That yeah, that would have been too crazy. So wait,
2: what happened but when it, you opened it?
1: All sorts of things. There was weird stuff in it. From the, there was like. All this protection stuff, like, oh, that's a voodoo, that's hoodoo, that's witchcraft, that's Christian, that's all this, like, animal parts wrapped in things and crosses, and it was weird. And then bad things happened, not to me, but to, like, some of the guys for a little bit, a little while. Wow. Wash it off.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's intense. So when you do a seance, is there, like, a specific ritual you need to follow for it to work properly?
1: Well, what I do, I I do have kind of a one. It's always adjustable. My style, and I was just born, is kind of that Victorian style, spiritualist style round the table. I, even a couple of the things that I say are from that. I open. I always open it up elementally because I'm an elemental witch. So I call in the air, and the fire, and the water, and the earth to protect. And I call. It, I work with dragons because when I was the one when I was at when somebody caught on fire. Yeah, it can't be. I was at Marilyn Manson's house and um this kid kept getting disrespectful. So so first cool things were happening, like the French doors would fly open. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty good. Because one fake, then it happened again, and then the speaker on the floor came on with white noise. But this kid was being so disrespectful. We had four cameras, that's a lot of cameras. And then all of a sudden he said something ridiculous, and not him, but the cameraman facing him burst into flames like like angel wings of fire up his back like in a v it looks like you're and uh, everybody's screaming and cool which medium patty becomes uh medic patty of which i am i'm like drop and roll and i shut it down (laughs) shut it down um the guy the, the guy who caught on fire was so and he was a total skeptic he's like oh my god i spun Continuously combusted like fire. Oh, he was so thrilled. His shirt burned off him like poof. And it shouldn't have. It was cotton. He's like, I have a sweater. I can do this. The kid who caused it with his idiotness, he was no longer going to be trouble because he became the choir boy in the corner. So we finished it. I talked to the ghost. But the guy who caught on fire, literally uh, three weeks later, he goes, Patty, look at my back. And, and it totally looked like he had went and got a tattoo of a dragon on his back.
3: Wow. The scarring, wow.
1: open mouth, sharp teeth, winged head into the shape of a serpent, and that is the exact energy I called in to shut down the seance. Like I said, I work dragon energy. It's crossroads magic. I'm like looking at his back, and this ta- I'm like, like oh my god, scar. you have a tramp stamp of a dragon <laughs> on your back. That is a dragon
2: tramp stamp. <laughs>
1: tramp so, stamp. Um, and he actually wrote a whole movie about it. That's
2: wow. Cruel. You know, have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Brooklyn Forty Five? It's about a seance, it good? but it's, yeah. it's actually really good. It's, it's almost like a play, but uh, at the end of it, they didn't end it properly. And it's so seance. like all this like evil stuff happened. So do you have to do that? Like, do you open the door? Then you have to close it. You have to
1: close it. When you open it up, you have to close it. And also if they, again, if they did it within a play, like, Laurent wrote this movie kind of about me, because TV Psychic, who does every show. He wrote it with Stephen Norrington, the guy who wrote League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and the Blade oh, yeah. series. It's a really great guy. Um, they wrote it basically about me and, but it's a horror film and it turns into one of those funny, scary that I like, but I sat down with him for five hours and I go, Laurent, you cannot say that in a script. He's like, but you said that Patty. I go, I know I said that, that opens a portal. You don't want to be one of those cursed horror films. Do you, it happens all the time when a, when a, a script doesn't use a, a consultant, an expert in hoodoo, voodoo witchcraft, whatever they're doing. You get into trouble. A spirit, good or bad, doesn't know the difference of an actor saying lines and somebody really doing it. And you don't want all the actors to die at 27. So (laughs) we change the words. If they ever do do it, you know, if we won't open a portal to hell. So when
2: you do open this portal, do you like astrally project? Like, do you go into the spirit world or have you done that?
1: Yeah. I mean, what I do, like, you know, whether it's around my dining room table or it's big. I, I do seances up to 60, 70, 80 people oh, wow. where oh, wow. we are in a circle on the ground. If it's bigger than that, like if it's a 1200 person, whatever, I call it a gallery. I'm on a stage. You have a mic. I don't lift the veil quite so high, but I, yeah, I invite everybody. I kind of, depending on the audience, depending on the crowd, depending how deep we go, I'll go full trance state or not. I have to kind of dance between I don't want to scare people. If somebody would be freaked out because I became their mother, I will just ch- channel for their mother, not become their mother. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, let's try. You're you're down to, 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 to do an online seance here to contact our former co-host of the show who died tragically a couple of years ago, Harrison. So, yeah, yeah. we want to see if this could work and uh, just let us know what or we if, need to do.
3: Yeah, or if there's any spirits who want to send a message to us.
2: Okay. All right. We've had a couple other previous guests on the show who have also passed on. So possibly we, we might be able to contact them as well.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Let's see what we get. All, All right. See if we can get a hold of it. It's, it's been
2: right. a, a couple years since we've uh, talked to Harrison.
3: This is also my first seance. Okay. Have you- okay.
1: Yeah, okay, so everybody, get, we are at a stay on stable. It's just the same. It's so weird because there's no time and space on the other side. So both of you make sure your arms and legs are not crossed.
2: Oh, right. yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Thank you. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Exhale. Hold it out, creating safe and sacred space. Good. Another breath in. Hold it. Exhale, hold it out. One more deep breath in and exhale. Light and darker turning, luck be in the burning. Light and darker turning, luck be in the burning. Black spirits and white, red spirits and gray. Mingle, mingle, mingle who may. Ta, 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 around and about, a world within and a world without. The good come in and the ill stay out. I do want the east winds to blow through this created space together to blow out any blocks or anything negative and blow in true communication with the spirit world on the other side. Spirits of the east, be with us now. I want to call the south fire, passion, creativity, love, sex, gods. Again, take that fire again, burn away any blocks in our communication, burn away anything negative and shape and mold it into a shape of a heart where we can communicate with your loved ones on the other side. Spirits of the South, be with us now. I want to call the West, sweet waters of the West, emotion. 60% of our body is water. 70% of our planet is water. May the mists of the ancestors rise within us, cleansing, washing, that we may emotionally connect with the spirits on the other side. Spirits of the East, be with us now. And lastly, I want to call in the North, Mother Earth herself, this beautiful planet that keeps, gives gives us home, gives us gravity, holds us down, yet lets us reach for the stars. Spirits of the north, be with us now. Keep slow, easy breathing. There is a place where we all go, where ne'er the frost or cold winds blow. Our friends remembered reunite. Those who hate forget their spite. We gather round these gentle beings. We call you now to bless our meeting. And for the living, these spirits do thrive. And now, for the living, may the dead come alive. With the ringing of this bell, we lift the veil, twixt heaven and hell, to call the spirits to us now, as we make this sacred vow. We are between the worlds. All right. Now, you guys, all your senses should get a little sharper, seeing, literally seeing third eye, smell, taste, all of it. Because again, when you lift the veil, you could be just as medium as me. That's how it works right here. So
2: we're in the spirit world.
1: You're, yeah, we're you're in, in it. the ethereal. Okay. You are yeah, I have there. goosebumps. Oh, yeah. All um,
2: right. I, I kind of feel like I smell cigarettes. I did know. he
1: smoke cigarettes?
2: He definitely smoked cigarettes.
1: Okay what's your friend's name nor
2: harrison 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 that's who we wanted. To-
1: andrew harrison okay he's here already because he knew you were going to call him but again we invite in the spirit of harrison and love and light um spirit harrison he's here now he, he he's here he's here and he hits you on the back of the head sometimes do you feel that like I kind of a
2: don't usually didn't touch me that often we usually sat across from each other
1: i don't mean in in living life i mean in dead life this area through here i call the crown of illumination our five senses are here our sixth sense with our third eye right here in the portal in the back of our neck which is the biggest portal why you bow your head he kind of right now goes like where your microphone thing would be so if you feel something feels like a hair that's him
2: that's harrison okay all right I'll, I'll, i'll try to feel it um yeah can you communicate with him? Like can you ask him questions?
1: I can, I can. He's here again. Like here, let me this is a real easy way to communicate for one. Okay. And then I'll talk. These All are right. dowsing rodents. I've ever worked with them. They mm-hmm. for divinate, they've been around forever. You can find water in the for desert, water, but they yeah. cross on yes and not on no. So Harrison, are you here? Yes. Yes. He oh, wow. So he is here. Um
2: Okay. Can I ask him a question? Yeah. Are there feathers in heaven?
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. he's happy
2: about that. He he liked feathers a lot.
1: He likes feathers. He, He'll leave you feathers. Have you noticed that? I, I actually have any. a feather collection. Oh, so, yeah.
2: So, yeah. Kind so of. If,
1: yeah if, if Again, ask. They like to be asked for things. Just say, hey, I'm walking down the street, go to the park, leave me some feathers or you'll find them like on your, stu- your porch or something like that. Yeah. Um,
2: Wow. I definitely
1: got a weird taste in my mouth. Again, that could have been how he died or something like that. Um, That would make sense.
2: He also drank a lot of Jameson. So you might be tasting whiskey.
1: I might be tasting whiskey.
2: It could be whiskey. Yeah. But yeah, he did die of an overdose, which actually leads to my next question. Are there drugs in the spirit world?
1: Okay. So Harrison, are, cross on yes, are there drugs in the spirit world?
2: Oh wow! God, he must be jonesing. That's a pity, but that's a good thing, though. He probably doesn't need them anymore. He's free from that,
1: right? Do you need Do you need to have drugs? Are you good?
2: Excuse he me. is good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. So, okay. How about this? Is there any like S and M munches? You like to go to like these fetish munches? Like, are there munches? Yeah, like fetish. Yeah. Parties. Is, there, is
3: there a spirit fe- fetish party world?
1: Okay. Is that? This is a great question. Yeah. So many few people ask that. I love this. Yeah, I'm just okay, wondering. Okay. So, Harris, is there any uh, fetish munches in the spirit world?
2: Oh, um. Do you
1: come to them? Do you come to them in the mundane world?
2: What's ah. a, what's the mundane world? Is that the normal world?
1: Our world. Oh, Our so world.
2: he comes. So, so he traverses he, he, the astral plane to attend. Of course these he does. Because he parties. can't. That's that's fascinating. He's
1: not, he's not stuck so he you know he probably hangs out at these fun club parties and and probably some people notice and some people don't depending on how busy they are wow
2: Mm. kate do you have any questions for harrison
1: i would like to
3: know if he misses zanku chicken
1: he loves zanku (laughs) Zanku chicken do you miss zanku chicken you nailed it yes of course he does and he, he kind of likes not having a body
3: I think it would be fun. And I would also like to ask him, um, seeing as the his favorite band was Smash Mouth and the lead singer from Smash Mouth recently, recently died. Recently died. So I would like to know if him and Harrison are like hanging out and having fun together.
1: Okay. So Harrison, have you met the lead singer from Smash Mouth yet on the other side? No. Oh, <gasps> Oh, he I hasn't almost. found him yet. I'm sure he are will. Are you going to?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Oh, okay, great! Yeah, wow, he didn't. Um, so uh, how is H- Harrison? How are you doing? Is is there anything that you you miss or a message you'd like to get through to the the the, the sick and wrong podcast audience?
4: Because
1: lots of people miss you, Harrison.
2: Lots of people miss Harrison.
1: You know, you, you know who he's going to show. He likes he likes he likes to be outside and looking in a lot. Like if you have a big window, open up the drapes, open up the curtains, and he likes how beams of light come in.
2: Okay. Like right. shadow
1: light, shadow light. Like it's very yeah. creative. Kind of shadow light.
2: All right. So I guess I could kind of see that. I mean I know the audience uh, definitely um missed him when when he left. And the other thing, he never really got to say goodbye to uh to the sick and wrong audience. So I wanted to give him that chance. And we never I mean he he tragically died before we got to to reconcile our differences and say goodbye. So I'd like to give Harrison the opportunity to say goodbye to the sick and wrong listening audience.
1: Okay. All right, Harrison, to hear that. He is like grinning ear to ear. Yeah. He is, he is completely um he's actually right over there. To your left. I don't know if you're reverse or not. Oh towards okay. the Yeah, he's right over there.
2: Oh, oh wow. All right.
1: So yeah, that's he oh. would like that. Okay. Wait,
2: he's in the room with us.
1: He's in the room with you. I mean, I can see him too because there's no time and space, but he's, is that where he sat before?
2: Well, no, he or actually, sometimes. I don't think he's never came to this studio. I've moved since, uh, since oh, he was he on the show, there, but
1: whatever he is right now, he's over past the K. Oh, wow.
2: Is he wearing as uh trench coat? He always wore a leather trench coat or do they not wear clothes in the spirit world?
1: Oh, he's naked. No, I don't know.
2: <laughs> he probably would be.
1: <laughs> um, Harrison, he's not where he's, He's not wearing a trench coat. Oh, okay. He's wearing, um, no, he's not. He's just kind of got this loose.
2: Like a leather jacket or? Yeah. Okay. I, could, I guess I could see that. Um, I, I hope he's not too upset that uh, that they threw out his fleshlight. He had like a collection. So yeah, I don't and know if, yeah, and when he died, it all got
3: thrown away. He had like more than
1: 10.
2: Is he okay with that? Or does he have more in the spirit world?
1: Okay. Are you okay with what they got rid of your stuff? Yeah, he's yeah. okay. Oh, all right. He, so he's
2: he's really moved on.
1: It, you know, like I said, you get a higher perspective. You're the same person. But he's saying something about a chain or a necklace. He did have um, did he
2: wear a necklace? this.
3: Yeah, he had that necklace that had all the bones on it, I remember?
2: Oh, he did have a necklace yes. with bones. I forgot about that.
1: You know what happened to that?
2: No. Oh, I'd have to say, like his probably one of his friends uh, I know had some of his personal belongings. So I, I'm I'm assuming either his parents took it or maybe his friend Jarrett probably took it. Um, does Does he? Uh, did he reunite with any of his pets? I know he had a cat. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Saracen, he they always do. As a, did you reu- oh, they- reunite with your pet? Yes. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. That's really good to and know I- as well. And a dog, is there a dog there? No, I don't, you know, he, I don't no know he had a he, dog when he was a child. Oh, when he was a kid, he had yeah. a dog. Oh,
2: okay, well, all
1: right. He had no time and space, but he's hanging out with a cat and a bird. <gasps> oh, and a Even bird. Better.
2: Did uh, his hair grow back? Because I know he was losing his hair. Did,
1: Did your got- hair grow back? Yeah. Yeah, he's got
2: a full head of hair. Okay, I'm you happy about side.
1: that. You know, you don't have, like, Illnesses go away. Yeah, all like somebody gets older, dementia. That that all goes away. It's all perfect. So his hair grew back. He showed me a little statue or something. Do you know if somebody had a little?
3: St- he had lots of like trinkets and stuff. He
2: like, probably
1: got buffing yeah.
2: that. He also had like several. Well, he had a lot of butt plugs too. So I don't know. Is it that or is it a statue? I don't know. Yeah, you would no, never
1: know. If I, I, I would have said he has a butt plug. No, it wasn't <laughs> like was a statue.
2: Definitely <laughs> statue.
3: He had a Fiji mermaid, which is pretty he cool. He did.
2: He actually had a he uh, had a, a lock of Charles Manson's hair.
3: He had Charles Manson's hair.
2: He? he had all sorts yeah. of creepy stuff. I don't know what happened to a lot of his stuff, but uh, he definitely had a very odd collection of things.
1: <laughs> cool,
2: but a well, really cool he, guy.
1: He's a, yeah, I sound like a cool guy. I know people. You he would, loved him. He would, like, he hopes somebody cool have that necklace, that necklace he wants. So hopefully a good friend has I, it. I hope that's his friend
2: Jared has it. Yeah, I think Jared would know? take
3: that necklace.
2: Well, that's good. And and does he want to say goodbye? Is there any message he wants to give us to give to the audience for him?
1: I keep hearing the number four. I don't know if that means anything.
2: I'm not sure about that.
1: Oh, maybe or... there'll be a Foff co-host.
2: Oh, a fourth co-host. It could <laughs> <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. Any other messages coming stay through? Stay
1: with your head thing again. Okay. He's, if you invite him more often, he'll hang out with you. That's what you, he wants to say. I would. He'll, you, he mess up your equipment a little bit, but not on purpose. I would love oh. to have him back
2: on the show as a third co-host. Wouldn't that be great?
1: Yeah, it'd be great to talk to Harrison. Yeah,
2: it'd be just great to have Spirit Harrison on the show. He had a, he, he had a, a brilliant radio delivery. He, was, he did radio for years in New York, and he came out here. He did, did podcasts. Very talented guy. So I, I'm glad we got this chance for him to say yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's not going big. He's, he's showing me a little wood stand of some sort. I don't know a what that is. stand. A little wooden stand.
2: Oh. Are there feathers on the stand? Because I know he loves feathers. No feathers. I just
1: see a stand. I don't oh. know, but he will give you feathers. Okay, you just have to ask him for things, and he will give them to you. I'm gonna ask for because them. he likes a challenge. He's doing something with his hands. Did he do something repetitive with his hands?
2: like shit well i mean he did do a couple of things repetitive <laughs> with his hands i imagine at the kink parties but uh, you know i don't know i mean he, he was he was sometimes like shaky he'd smoke a lot yeah that's he what
1: was... He was kind of like
2: that that definitely sounds familiar how can you smell him cuz he had a very distinctive odor do you smell anything like BO cigarettes
1: well, I got the cigarettes when you got the okay. cigarettes because yeah. we had invited him MM. I don't get B.O. I get the taste more than anything else, the weird taste, which yeah, could be Jameson. Pro-
2: I'm thinking it's Jameson. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, he loved or, Jameson's.
2: Yeah. Well, great. I'm, I'm glad we had this opportunity to make. I don't want to bother him. I, I know he's a busy guy. He's got no, places he, to be.
1: He, he loves this. So he... Again, invite him. He will do things. Get him, light a candle. You like have a candle on the stage. Get him to make the flame bigger. or make the flames. Little things that spirit oh. can do until they get practice with you. He oh. will do it. Right. Right.
2: So we could do, we could do that. We can just invite him on the show and he can like, you know, light, light the yeah, candle. Yeah, he will
1: do things. Did, did he drink Jameson on the rocks or straight?
2: He drank it on the rocks, I believe.
1: That's what he just said. Get, pour Jameson for him. And put rock, he'll probably move the ice cubes in a circle or something. Oh, All
2: right. okay. We'll do that. I know he likes Skittles, and I don't think he can get Skittles in California anymore, but he did like candy. So did maybe he, we'll get some candy. Uh, that's yeah, a good we'll idea. bring
1: him some candy that you can. He'll like it.
2: He loved pornography.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll bring him, we'll bring
2: him some, some, pornography. some pornography. He loved pornography. And we'll
1: pornography. Play Smash Mouth. Bring him some pornography. You know, yeah,
2: we could play uh, the that All-Star song. You so
3: can... do spirits have sex? Can they have sex or is there no need for it?
1: Yes, they do. I'm considered an expert in spectrophilia, which is ghost human sex. Oh, okay. You oh, know, yeah. the field is very little when you rise to the top quickly, but I've internationally traveled to talk about ghost human sex. They certainly have... do. That's why he probably hangs out at fetish and kink parties and has sex with humans and they may or may not know that they're having with the with the ghost. That Harrison just lurking in the background. Really good. Have you ever experienced uh, sex? With I someone? haven't, but I have so many clients who have. Yeah. And it, it's really good because it's more than just you feel the penetration, but it's whole body. It's not even limited to skin. Um, the uh, Yeah, I, it's ways we, to call it in and ways to do it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you so can't get
2: pregnant from that, can you?
1: No. No. Well, there I was a, a great, Bay. crazy woman in the UK who. Like thought she could marry a ghost. It's like it's a whole other realm. Talk about geographically under the. And then she wanted to get <laughs> pregnant by a ghost. No, you can't get pregnant by a ghost. But because it's the crazy ones that get the good press. But I mean, it's been going on forever and ever ever. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, we've had several callers was, who've yeah, called
1: in. Humans head. and not humans. Yeah. Yeah. I are, did a film happening? once called "Ghostly Lovers" and it was the positive side of ghost sex. I think Travel Channel played it once and they just hit it somewhere.
0: Yeah. But
1: i there's a couple things ready to come out about Wasn't it. Wasn't
2: Patrick Swayze having ghost sex in that movie, Ghost?
1: Yes, that in Ghost. Mm. Patrick Swayze, which is actually a really nice representation of, of spirit. Yeah. I love Patrick so Swayze. Is.
3: I miss Patrick Swayze. <laughs> have you ever met him?
1: I have. I met him in my old production company before I went all out into this world. I did a show at the uh sophie tell mommy's on sophie tell um hotel and i did a new year's eve show and he and he came and he danced all night i'm like oh my god that's patrick swayze dancing
2: oh my god that's amazing
1: that is amazing yeah. love it
2: i saw that you worked with burt reynolds too did uh do you ever i did contact he directed
1: Bert? me in a, in a thing um yeah i've i've been around a long time so i've got to work with some really cool people
2: that's that's awesome. very cool. and this,
1: in the In the spirit world and then just in the entertainment world, both. I can't talk a lot lot of it, but non-disclosure agreements. Well, sorry. Goofy things like literally got the ghost of Aaron Spelling out of Spelling Manor. I had to clean Phil Spector's castle of (laughs) it. Oh, man.
3: Did you see any cool wigs that I'd left behind?
1: Not a single wig, but that (laughs) was the weirdest castle. Part of it, you'd be going, oh, wow, cool and gray wood old castle looking and then you get some bad shag rug you knew had not been like yeah. shampooed since 1965 <laughs> so, and lord yeah. knows what happened on this love pit like ah fantastic so
2: yeah. so patty before you close the door can you try to reach out and see if you can contact another spirit named bob madigan
1: bob madigan did he have did he have lower body issues or
2: well, he had all sorts of body issues. Alcoholic.
1: Yes, okay. Okay. Yeah, so Okay. So it probably affected his whole like the digestive system, whatever, because that as soon as you said his name. Oh, his you wife. smell
2: would you smell like a diarrhea or a fart smell? Is that what Also
3: yeah. his wife um is missing a leg.
2: Well, ex wife.
3: Ex wife
1: was missing a leg. Yeah. Um, no, I but I but I just got like the stomach. I
2: don't. Uh, oh, you it, felt it, like a stomach. Yeah, you possibly. I mean, the sense. guy drank like a twelve pack of Miller High Life and a bottle of like vodka every night, so I imagine. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's his liver.
2: Yeah, it's probably his. Li- Actually, it's probably his liver. That's yeah. what you felt.
1: Yeah, that's his liver. That's his liver. Yeah. So he
2: uh, is he all right? Is he doing okay?
1: I think he's okay. He's doing something weird with his mouth, though. That would no. make sense.
2: Yeah, I, I could see yeah. that. Bob, are you doing okay, Bob? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's doing okay. Do they have Miller High Life wherever you are? Oh, uh. bummer.
1: It sounds horrible, huh? No yeah. sex clubs. No
2: sex clubs. No drugs. No Miller High Life. God, I don't know what 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 he does to pass the time. Um. What other questions for bob
1: he goes somewhere where there's sparkly uh, water oh he okay just showed me. i don't know if he went near the beach or some water that where you see like the moon off water or the sun off water oh pretty oh Well, wow, great
2: he he was a brilliant musician is he uh playing music where he's at is he still in bands you,
1: you, you still doing bands
2: oh yeah okay great oh, wow,
1: so there's rock and roll there is the rock, and roll. rock and roll And you guys, they'll send you stuff. It'll be in that back of your mind, like when a song gets stuck in your head or something. And if you don't know where it came from, spirits are able to definitely do that.
2: I got one last question for him. And I hope he doesn't do this. But I remember that was his party trick. He used to burn his pubic hair. Does he still do that? (laughs) He he used to do it in a room and everybody would leave.
3: Well, (laughs) yeah. Bob,
2: are you still burning your pubic hair? Good for you. I'm glad you stopped. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you I'm stopped, that. stopped. That's good <laughs> that, because no one liked that party trick that he did.
3: It's not a trick. It
2: was rude. All right. <laughs> well, Patty, you can <laughs> yeah, close the door. I'm glad we made that connection. Thank you so much for doing that.
1: That was so and much it, fun. It was. I mean, if you guys ever want, we want to go deep, we can go deep. It'll take a little longer and yeah, you we'll guys like can really book an
2: appointment for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or just Whatever tis the season but before we close it every take a deep breath in and let your eyes kind of glaze over if you want to talk to them individually invite them if you're comfortable maybe somebody wants to touch somebody whisper something just to you that nobody but you hears listen for it it might be your inner voice or outer voice feel it somebody's touching somebody's knee right now feel that
2: i hope bob's not touching my knee Oh, I just crossed my legs alright <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, All right. so thank them what we get out of it is this a little entertainment some information what they get out of it is the titillation of being alive having space and time a little bit that's what they get it's like ooh. so All anyway right. but see them stepping backwards into the darkness backwards into the darkness as we slowly close the veil between the world
2: bye Harrison
1: bye Patrick Swayze yeah.
2: bye Bob <laughs> <laughs>
1: 500 500. And I think that they might leave the cat might hang out with you guys a little bit.
2: Oh, all right. Cool. He can, awesome. he can play with our cats.
1: Yeah. yeah. D has one of those sphinx cats. Have you seen Your them? cats actually our, our living cats can see spirits, both animals and people. If you oh. notice they're looking at something you don't see, they're usually looking at spirits. And But he kind of left the cat there for a little while. All hey. right.
2: Well, Caliban. So you'll down.
1: notice them when you least expect it, when you're on camera, you know, watching TV at your computer, eating, brushed by your leg and stuff like that.
2: Well, that was that was an intense experience. Thank you, Patty, for giving us that opportunity. You're so welcome.
1: Thank uh, you, guys. I'm glad.
2: I'm glad we gave Harrison a chance to say goodbye, too, because I know that was an unresolved issue. So he got to say goodbye to the audience. He loved the show and he loved being with the, the people that listened. So I thought that was great. Um. So, Patty, real quick, I read that you're an educator at University Magicus, which is an online spirituality yes, I school.
1: It's amazing. So can
2: people just go to the site and sign up for classes?
1: Yeah. So yeah. I have about 20 teachers now, all sorts of different occult arts and beyond. I, mediumship development, psychic development, I have vampires, werewolves, amazing. exorcists, new agers, hip, uh, astrology. I teach mediumship development familiars past life regressions and it's it's way really affordable like starting at ten dollars a month and you get a class a month we didn't want it, and it's right on zoom so we're on little zoom squares and some people because it's international don't even come so if 40 people sign up for a class you might really only have 15 or 20 there the next people it's midnight in the uk so they watch it the next day everybody gets the tape so universitymagicus.com magic with a k m-a-g-i-c-k-u-s which shows we show occult magic not rabbit out of a hat or magic you you like university.org wow. um but yeah i have amazing teachers i'll throw up a link great. to it
2: and i think that's great i think uh you know people you should sign up for classes also patty you have a, a weekly po- two weekly podcasts the witching i hour. do my regular
1: my regular one is called the witching hour and i have amazing guests on it um from all different Wild Worlds, a Witching Hour I've been doing it a few years now and then my new one is called Witches Movie Coven, it's five disagreeing witches talking about witches in movies since the 1800s oh my God, this thing is everything from the yeah. funky weird 70s occult ones to Wizard of Oz and The Simpsons and we don't agree and we we judge them, one's up and one's down it's really fun, we have a Satanist, four witches it's, and that's live so people get to you know chat room, it's live, it's live on now it's a podcast too. It was like YouTube and social media, but now it's a podcast too. Which is Movie Coven every Wednesday, six p.m. Pacific. My witch, my the Witching Hour drops every Monday a new one. It's all the regular podcast places plus in video on YouTube and my social media and on my network Paraflix.
2: Oh, great! Amazing. And and they can they can get links to all this from your website, Patty. Yeah, from my
1: website, yeah, From yeah, you Patty or Patty Negri. Negri. Com, You can get to everything
2: awesome i'll put up a link to it on our site and i definitely thank encourage you. people to learn more about patty thanks for being on thank the show and i hope you have a magical birthday weekend
1: thank you so much so far it's been perfect
2: patty is a legend
1: i love her i want to
3: be patty when i grew up
2: that was an incredible experience how freaked out would you have been if uh, after i asked about the if there are feathers in heaven if she just started screaming Absentee landlord over <laughs> and over again. He's an
3: absentee landlord.
2: <laughs> and all the objects in the room started shaking, and then she was throwing like forcefully backwards against the wall.
3: Well, then I think we would have 100% confirmed that Harrison is. <laughs> would in you the room. be a believer? Oh, yeah. I'd be like, that's Harrison.
2: <laughs> I love when she's like, I smell something. And I'm like, cigarettes and BO? Because that's probably Harrison.
3: I think it was. <laughs>
2: What a cool lady, though.
3: She's awesome.
2: Yeah, I kind of you know. Next year, I do want to go to the Vampire Ball. I hope oh, uh, she to Orleans. the one in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, that's the big one. That's the one. I mean, they they do these like satellite ones, like in Chicago, New York, and uh, and uh, here, San Francisco. But the big one, the main one, is Halloween weekend in New Orleans. So I say we go next year and introduce ourselves to Patty.
3: Oh my god! Well, I hope we just see Patty knocking around, anyways. I mean. Patty looks like a Gelson shopper. I'm a Gelson shopper. I'll see her in Gelson's.
2: Oh, she's way cooler than to shop at Gelson's.
3: <laughs> anyway, you, uh,
2: that was a lot of fun. Um, people, this is episode 918 here of Sick and Wrong. Um, we got some phone calls coming up next. Some, a spooky pair of phone calls. Uh, 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, but first, here's a quick message from Adam and Eve.
4: Hey, guys. It's me, Steven. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, DIDDLE, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Logarix disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E. I am now a new man. Thanks. To go up the and now we're full of energy.
2: So, Kate Rambo, we got a couple of spooky phone calls here from Evil Bunny.
3: Oh, yes. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Just calling in about a Ouija board experience. <gasps>
4: Even better. Hi, guys. It's Allison from Rhode Island. Evil Bunny here. Um, since it's Spooktober, I wanted to share a Ouija board story with you. Um, this goes back to me in my teen years in Catholic school
2: Because Catholic schoolgirls rule.
3: Catholic schoolgirls are either like super naughty these days or they're like they're sluts.
2: Wait, so they're either naughty or sluts? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, they're no pious, like good Catholic schoolgirls?
3: Maybe like 1% of them. But I think your parents forcing you to go to Catholic school just like enhances you to be naughty, -er.
2: yeah I think it causes you to rebel totally. Did you ever have a Ouija board growing up?
3: No, I talked about this uh, did didn't we
2: talk about this a couple weeks ago? Yeah,
3: I was like it it was so hard to get Ouija boards, and now like they print Ouija boards on like you have a cup with a Ouija board on it like I would have loved all that when I was like sixteen seventeen, but you we just couldn't get them and to get even to get a legit Ouija board from the seventies on eBay, they're going for like seventy quid.
2: Well, you didn't know anyone that had one?
3: No, I mean, we could have just made one, but why would we? We would just play spin the bottle.
2: I, I knew a couple. I mean, we had a couple of friends that had one. I mean, I have my Ozzy Osborne one. I still have never used it.
3: That's cool, but you got gifted that. It wasn't like you, yeah. it wasn't like you went out and bought a Ouija board. No,
2: I've, I've had a couple Ouija boards over the years. But, yeah, I don't know. I never actually had a vintage one. I just kind of had shitty ones that we bought. But you could get them. Like, Milton Bradley made one.
4: I don't, I don't think that exists in brand.
2: no maybe
4: not. it probably explains a great deal of how i turned out anyway i'm not. definitely an ex-catholic but um so in catholic school we had um the occasional retreat we'd go up to tarrytown new york and um you know
2: would you wear those uniforms with the short skirts
3: I've just got, you know, Jim Carroll, I'm just a Catholic boy <laughs> playing in my head.
2: I'm just thinking of Catholic schoolgirls in short skirts.
3: You're a nonce.
4: <laughs> It Just kind of a Catholic religious retreat. Legal age. It is what it was. <laughs> so one time we had this thing, we had one of them. And I brought it my weed board. <laughs> and I was um we were playing around with it and
2: She's like Feruza Bulk in the craft. She's like the bad one.
3: Yeah, totally. And I loved it. <laughs> She's the type, like, we did this as well. And I, I'm pleased to know my fake mom was telling me that they still do it. And like, as soon as I used to get outside and was walking to school, I would hitch up my skirt, like, maybe two or three inches higher.
2: Wait, to show off your pubic hair?
3: Well, I mean, I'm a schoolgirl. I don't have pubic hair.
2: Oh, you shaved.
3: No, I didn't shave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But this is it, giving me those vibes. You know, Allison would like hike up a skirt, had some ripped tights.
2: You know, I don't think Allison's a slut, all right?
3: I'm not saying she's I, I think she's a, slut. a goth.
2: I don't think she's a slut. I
3: wasn't a slut. I was naughty, but I Hiking wasn't Hiking up your skirt. And there's also nothing wrong with being a slut, Eva Davis. <laughs> so don't try and slut shame Allison. Um, it
4: was bed check. We, were, we got this thing coming through the board. I don't remember what he what it said its name was, but he said he was a a blacksmith who had murdered somebody Ooh. and he um he was talking through the the planchette. And um then it turned out to be bed check. There were about four or five of us playing, it turned out to be bed check. And the nuns who were no. they, they weren't in full habit, they were you know, dressed smartly, came around to see if, you know, time to go to bed girls and all of a sudden the planchette went completely wild and it started just spilling out n-u-n 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 and i was really intrigued but my my um my roommates that night were completely freaked out
2: (laughs) i could imagine they must have been flipping out
3: yeah, I like how Evil Bunny can't remember some of the details, but I bet all the other girls that night were like, this is exactly what it said, and it said it lived here, and it was probably yeah, here. Yeah,
2: traumatized. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if a nun found you, uh, found like the girls all playing with her Ouija board.
3: That's a good San Francisco band as well. What, the nuns? Yeah, Terry, yeah, Terry Nunn's amazing. She died really young as an assault. Um
2: Yeah, I do wonder, though, what would happen if... Uh, if uh, the nun found them playing with the Ouija board, do you think they'd go like straight to like the the priest's office to get scolded?
3: Ooh, to father or would there be a
2: paddling with a ruler?
3: Ooh, I think there'd be a bit of all of the above. I mean. Catholicism is kind of a sexy religion. We were talking about this recently. I do think the Catholics are the sexiest of all the religions.
2: What? What about the Jews? Look at our (laughs) fur hats and our beards. Right, I do. And our Torahs.
3: Yes, just because I sexualize the Jews doesn't mean that they're sexy. But the Catholics with all their rituals, all the gold, all the things, you know, here's all our candles, here's everything swinging and smelling nice, the short skirts, the boogery. Catholics are the sexiest of all the religions, but I do sexualize the Jews because uh, there's something sexy about them. In their you lawsuits. have an unhealthy fascination. It's the curls. That. It's the curls.
4: And there is something, I think, about closing the session where you have to kind of put the put the thing you called back so it doesn't come
0: to you got to shut you. the door, and evil
2: bunny. We
4: didn't have a chance to do that. It just stopped. And, um,
2: you let it out. I had
4: nothing to do with it. I wasn't spelling N U N N U <laughs> N N U N. But I could have almost sworn that whatever that thing was kind of trailed me around for a while because occasionally for the next 15 years, I would wake up in the middle of the night and sense that there was something standing in front of my bed or lurking in the hallway. Mm, creepy. You know, and, and it, was, it was a little bit freaky. Um even talking about it kind of freaks me out. I don't know really what to believe that. I, I don't really believe in in most of these kinds of things, but this one is a little too close to home. Um I haven't played with it since I know it's a game, but I don't like playing with them. Um they kind of freak me out. Um yeah, so I just wanted to share that. Um
2: Well, that is kind of creepy. I think you should get it. I think you should go resurrect the board and send the spirit back. It's probably still around. No,
3: maybe it's just haunting all the girls who were playing that night. And uh, maybe Evil Bunny is like being haunted less because she's like, you know, a creepy goff.
2: You know what you need to do, Evil Bunny? Go find the girls. Get back together in the same room where you were with the retreat. Get the Ouija board. Contact that nun's spirit and send it back.
3: I don't think it was a, do you think it was the spirit of a nun or do you think it was somebody who was terrified of nuns?
2: You know, it probably was something, someone who hated nuns. I think it was probably a demon because demons get freaked out around uh, religious uh, figures.
3: Oh, are are nuns really like, I feel like if I was a demon, I could just easily kill a nun.
2: Have you seen the movie The Nun?
3: I actually haven't.
2: It's very creepy. I think that's probably what they resurrected.
3: Are they old? Or not resurrected, are they old, but
2: yeah, called.
3: Are they old nuns, like the the kind of old witches in Suspiria?
2: No, it's kind of like a, it's a very demonic figure. I think there's just one nun. It's just, but it's like this demon nun.
3: Nuns aren't as sexy as they should be. I'm putting it out there.
2: There can be some sexy nuns are short any, skirts.
3: Yes, on Halloween, <laughs> one by like 18 year old girls. But I do think nuns should be sexier.
2: No, I think they could be, but they're not supposed to be. I think that's the whole point of it. Well, but they're nine. married
3: to Jesus, aren't they? So shouldn't, shouldn't they be sexy for Jesus?
2: Jesus, I think, is into that, or at least that's what the uh, Catholics say.
3: Was Mary Magdalene not hot? Is there no passage in the Bible where it said, and the Mary Magdalene was thoust fine?
2: Wasn't she a hoe?
3: They say she was a hoe. Yeah, I
2: think she was a hoe. She
3: obviously had great feet.
2: Well, Alison called in with a part two.
4: Hey guys, this is Allison, Evil Bunny, again in Rhode Island. So I want to continue just a little further. Anyway, not a Catholic anymore. Every time I forget something having to do with the way I grew up Catholic, it, it brings me great joy. Um, <laughs> when I was also in Catholic school when I was 16, we had a Halloween costume contest, and um I was listening to um The Damned Phantasmagoria oh, quite a lot. Back great then, album. and I dressed up as the woman on the cover. Oh my god. Painted my face white. I mean I have really, really long hair anyway. And they did a pretty good job. I have a photo of it going way, way back. Um the nuns weren't happy but I won the contest anyway. I don't remember if we got anything, but I won the contest anyway. Um yeah, religion
2: is a strange thing. Allison, did you ever get wrapped on your knuckles with like a ruler when you misbehaved?
3: She would have done because didn't they stop that in like the 80s or the 90s? I don't know. 90s? I mean,
2: they, their corporal punishment is was rife in those Catholic schools. Do you want to know
3: a fun fact about the front cover of Phantasmagoria? I can't remember the model's name, but guess who she's married to now?
2: Dave Vanian?
3: No, Dave Dave Finney is married to Patricia Morris from Gun Club. They've been married since the 80s. Oh, yeah. 90s, sorry. Yeah, no, um, Nick Cave. It's Nick Cave's wife.
2: Is it? Really? From the cover yeah. of uh, Phantasmagoria?
3: Her name is slipping right now, but she's, um, she's, a, she's a model. And she's now married, but what oh, an album. I what a great that. album. And you know what's really good as well? Obviously, as somebody who's seen The Damned 17 times... <laughs> Captain Sensible hates playing songs off that album because he wasn't involved in that album. It's all Daveyian. So it's when a great you when you get to hear anything off that album that isn't like Eloise, it's a really special time.
2: Maybe you should go as uh, Nick Cave's dead kid. Oh who, my uh, god! Who tripped on acid and didn't he fall off a cliff or something?
3: He, well, they say he might have either fallen off accidentally, but I think he might have just done himself in and he chucked himself off the White Cliffs of Dover when he was like into high. the sea. Yeah, You're you're basically into the. I was about to call it the French Sea. What's that (laughs) sea? It is the French. The English Channel, right? The English Channel. Yeah, the French Sea.
2: So, uh, so you could come back as like a bloated uh, zombie corpse, like a.
3: I mean, I think I could actually do a really good Nick Cave. I'm not as tall or as skinny as he, but I would like brush up all my hair and do it backwards and just be really pompous for an and afternoon.
2: Tripping on acid. You know, if you do Nick Cave's dead son, I'll do Eric Clapton's dead son that fell out the window.
3: <laughs> do it, isn't it daughter? <laughs> Wasn't it Layla?
2: No, it was a boy. Was
3: it? I thought it was a girl.
2: Pretty sure it was a boy. I thought
3: it was a girl, and that's what he wrote Layla about.
2: No, I think, I don't know what Layla's about, but I think tears in heaven's about the boy. Oh, was it a boy? Yeah, I mean, sure. who cares
4: either way? <laughs> um... Catholicism this is very strange, but yeah, the Ouija board thing kind of freaks me out. I don't really like fucking around with them, even though it's a game. I don't know, just, just I dice. have a feel. the thing isn't around anymore. But I'm I'm almost sure it's something trailed me around for a while. You're gonna have to Haunted send it Donald's back. Ouija I just don't want to fuck with any of it anyway. Um, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. And hey, anybody who's not on the Patreon, cough it up, people. Five bucks a month. It's worth every single penny. Um, help these guys out. I don't wanna hear I don't wanna hear another ad for, you know, meal programs. I just I won't be able to take it. I'm gonna axe murder somebody if that happens. <laughs> so anyway, join the Patreon. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Love you guys. Happy Spooktober, best season of the year. Yes. Bye.
2: Thank you, Evil Buddy. I always love hearing from her. Yeah. And she's uh, she's great. like how
3: a Rhode Island correspondent. She and is. And it's great. very spooky down in Rhode Island.
2: Very spooky. You know, um, what was that movie uh, that we just recently watched about the, the online seance where the girls did it during COVID? Oh. Was it just called Seance?
3: No, it wasn't called Seance.
2: I thought it was called something like that
3: it w- it had a very simple title, but it wasn't called
2: seance. I thought it was just kind of it this was, generic okay. horror it was film. like it
3: kind it was very cleverly done for no money.
2: It was like five college girls do it, hold a seance
3: over Zoom, and they're all not taking it seriously, yeah, and then and then, and then things
2: happen
3: to all of them, and the ending is like really good.
2: Yeah, it was, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, I thought that ended well. But the best Seance movie, I mentioned this when we were chatting with Patty, was uh, Brooklyn 45.
3: I really enjoyed Brooklyn 45. I'm glad it because that's the dude from Habit. What's his name? Larry. Larry... I'll never remember that guy's God. name. But Habit's a great, a great
2: vampire movie. Yeah,
3: but it's that guy who's in it. And Because I, I watched Habit and then I was like, I wanted to watch all these other films. So well, we got Brooklyn 45. It was
2: one of those movies where like, uh, I don't know, like Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, where it's like, it's just a play that could be you know that's a movie but I mean this, this movie would be a perfect play
3: oh yeah definitely I like yeah. that and it was really fun uh, fun seance movie yeah
2: that was a good one um, I'm telling you Evil Bunny you need to get the girls back together you need to find them go back to the room in the retreat and just get a, a Ouija board and just like close the door
3: what we should do is if enough people join up to the patron, we will make this documentary
2: Okay. Should we get Patty to lead the scene? And we will
3: bring Patty.
2: She'll she'll I guarantee she'll do it.
3: Out to New York and we will find this demon with these with the five traumatized um I bet I bet like one of them is still probably a cafe school girl, but the rest of all left it. Left
2: yeah, it I behind. bet you a lot of them turned the especially after that Ouija board experience.
3: Yeah, fuck that.
2: You know? Um you know just to pull the curtain back a little bit. I messaged, I don't know how many magicians, psychics, at least like eight, no, I mean not eight, probably about six of them. And they all responded. Some of them said they, they just couldn't do it because they just didn't, you know, they didn't fuck with it anymore. Others said that they were too busy. Or, but a lot of them were like, you know what? I'll come on another time. I got, you know, Halloween's like the busy season for me. And a couple of people said, I don't really do seances, but I'll come about. I'll come on the show to talk about ghost hunting. But they were so like amenable to coming on the show. This
3: is the loveliest community we've ever tried to
2: reach. As to. opposed to the goddamn fart fluencers. <laughs> Holy shit! I messaged at least twelve of them. Only two responded. One flaked, and then Amy Farts, who is a, who's a beautiful person. She came on the show and actually uh, did the interview, but. Yeah, no, the mediums These, are are awesome. It's a great community. A,
3: yeah, really nice, lovely community. Because you'll email people and just never hear shit back. Usually, I would say nine times out of ten, you don't hear back from people. But they, everyone was just, like, so lovely.
2: Yeah, and they were, like, so gracious, and they were willing to come on the show. And they were like, you know what? Let's schedule it another time, or I'll come back on, and I'll talk about ghost hunting. So some of, some of those magicians I'm definitely going to have back on the show. Oh, yeah, I want to. Some, some other of time. Really well, and mediums, too. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you, Evil Bunny. It's great to hear from you, and happy Spooktober to you. Yes. Uh, people, can call the Sick and Wrong Hotline at 32- 323-522-4032, or you can send us a, an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Just, uh, just attach an MP3. Uh, once again, big ups to all the listeners who support us on Patreon. It does really help keep this show going. Um, we can use the support, especially now. Um, mm. Patreon.com slash Wrong. Uh, also, if you want to buy some uh, some merch, we got some uh, some t shirts over at the uh, tea Public Store. Sickaroundpodcast slash shop. Just click on the picture of the Pope. Finally, here's Sickaround song of the week. I can safely say this: it wouldn't be Halloween if you don't hear the cramps.
3: It's like it's our tradition on the show.
2: Well, I I also think it's just everyone's tradition. You have to listen to the cramps every Halloween and The Damned and The Misfits but definitely The Cramps
3: and Buck Owens he does a, a couple of uh, monster songs but
2: I don't listen was, to Bo- Buck Owens every Halloween but I do listen to Cramps every it Halloween it was
3: also just Lux's birthday as well oh yeah October the 21st a
2: happy birthday to Lux dead Lux um <laughs> Did I ever tell you how many times I saw The Cramps?
3: Oh, was it as many times as I've seen The Damned, was it?
2: Probably about five more, actually. Oh,
3: really? At five <laughs> onto 17. Was it really that much? Yeah, don't Yeah, even I'd start. say about 22 don't, times. Don't even start.
2: Um, and then the one time that we had a seance. No, Did you've never had you a that? seance.
3: You've never had a seance. I might seance have just made that
2: up. Looks. But I wish I could have had a seance with Lux and Ivy. Anyway, we're going to end the show here with I Was a Teenage Werewolf Classic. from Songs the Lord Taught Us. Came out 1980 by The Cramps. Uh, people have a safe and happy Halloween and make sure you check your children's candy for razors and roofies you never know what they're (laughs) going to slip in there you never know Um, and thank you Patty uh, for being on the show and definitely check out her site pattynegri.com and uh, rest in power Harrison Uh, we're sorry for disturbing you
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's good to know this Fev is in heaven though
2: (laughs) that is true Uh, people will be back next week with episode 920 till then take it sleezy.
0: If that happened to you? You know what? I might have been like, hey, you know, maybe let's do this another time. Would it have killed the mood? I feel like it might have, yeah. So,
2: I mean, would you have hung out with her again? Would you have made her leave? Would you have changed her sheets? was like, it my you... house? Yeah, like let's oh. say you
0: brought a bird back to your house. You're about to go down on her. You slide It depends her on if she's cool, you know? If she's cool... I, I'll, she just you know, fucking left a skid mark in your bed how cool could she be she could be kind of cool you don't know you know But <laughs> if she, have she was just, just like that's fucking punk rock I mean some chicks shit are just mark. fucking drunk a lot you know and that kind of shit happens yeah but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying
2: would yeah. you be willing to let it go and just kind of be like alright that happens
0: shit happens let's go have sex on the couch not that evening <laughs> no 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 it's over for that evening you know <laughs> I would not. I would have
2: been laughing, and I yeah. would have been like, "That's fucking gross." Yeah, I need to go have a shot and mm. uh, probably smoke some weed.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not be. I probably wouldn't be laughing. I would probably be like, <laughs> "I would have been." Laughing I wash my shock. sheets like once a month, <laughs> lady. You know what I mean? You fucking up my whole schedule now.